Welcome, y'all, to the Osage County, Oklahoma podcast. We promise to keep it entertaining, and we guarantee the smiles are always free. I'm your host, Kelly Bland, and I can't wait for you to meet the guest we have today. Let's get started. Let's do it. First time. Okay, here we go. This is Kelly Glenn with the Osage Knit Podcast coming at you live from the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum on this episode. And I'm blessed to be sitting at the table today with Mr. Cody Garnett and his beautiful wife, Lauren. Welcome to the Osage Knit Podcast, y'all. Thanks so much for joining me this afternoon. Hey, Kelly. Thanks for having us. We're glad to be here. Woohoo! <laughs> Happy as heck to be here, Kelly. Glad, thanks for having us. Well, we're sitting with some movers and shakers here in Osage County and Pahuska for sure in particular. Owners of the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum, the Buckin' Flamingo, the Flamingo's Nest. <laughs> um, am I leaving anything out, y'all? Tell them a little bit about your business. Great Osage Auction. Can't leave that yeah, one out. Yeah, the Great Osage Auction and Trading Company, the, the number one auction company in Osage County. Woo-hoo another one of them yeah so but you about got all you, get, you about got them all there okay all right so before we get into talking about the museum and the flamingos and all this good stuff i want to take just a minute and talk about y'all you know part of the osage knit podcast is uh dealing with the just the iconic personalities what makes pahuska pahuska and osage county what it is and to me i thought this from y'all left an impression on me when I first met you, the first time that I came in and met y'all, I thought, now this is an iconic couple. And so, <laughs> tell our listeners just a little bit about Cody and Lauren, um, our native Pahuskins, um, how did y'all meet, can you kind of give them the backstory? Gotcha, man, going way back. Um, I'm born and raised in Pahuska, both sides of my family is from here, actually my mom's side predates statehood in Osage County. Um, we have our original Indian allotment land that my family still lives on, so lots of ties to Osage County. Um, obviously, God's country, my favorite <laughs> favorite place on earth. Um, so I'm born and raised in Osage County in Pahuska. Um, went to all through school in Pahuska. Went to a few colleges and played a few sports. Uh, finished at Oklahoma State. Go Pokes. Okay. And then got my degree in education and became a teacher. And Cody, you I don't know, I better not get into how we met yet, so why don't you tell him about where you grew up. Oh, you forgot to tell him you're a legend in Osage County. <laughs> well, I don't know if I consider myself that. You're oh yeah, she is. She's part of the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. She's up on in the field house gym. Her numbers retired in the hall of fame right there <laughs> well it's not necessarily retired but they did induct me into the basketball hall of fame a few years oh ago oh my gosh um, yeah and actually so i have two great uncles that are also in the hall of fame so the youngest that was, person to ever be inducted that's oh true my gosh. so that was special um and she know. holds the home run record for Pahuska Steel <laughs> in softball i love a husband <laughs> i know isn't he the best i tell you i forgot about all that so oh. Well, thank neat, you. Neat, neat. So we're sitting here with a star. Oh, yeah, something like that. Okay, or a legend. <laughs> well, me, I was not born and raised in Pahuska or Osage County, but it did always feel like home to me because it's the steer roping capital of the world, and, and my dad's a steer roper, nine-time national final steer roper. So oh, wow. we were in Pahuska 
quite a bit, quite a bit. You know, for the Ben Johnson roping or the, the Osage ropings they have out at the Kyler's now, they used to have them right here in town at the fairgrounds when we first started going to them in the early, early 80s. So I have a lot of lifelong friends from the time I was little bitty to today that I've known from right here in Osage County. It's always felt like like a second home to me. Well, that's actually how we met. Um, Cody was up here. He was the stock contractor for a rope-in out at the fairgrounds, had the cattle, and I had just graduated college, like I said, and had my teaching job and had no interest in meeting anyone at the time. I just knew I was going to meet some cute coach <laughs> on the road someday and, you know, have cute little basketball babies and go on. But, um, my aunt and another friend were like, hey, you need to meet Cody, and, and that was really about it. I mean, after that day, everywhere I looked, he was there. Was he love just, at first sight? You know, maybe second sight. Second sight. What about for you, Cody? Was it love at first sight? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just swept her off her feet. And <laughs> we, actually, we actually have spent almost every day together since that day we met right here. You know, coming uh, 12 years almost now. Yeah. So so the fairgrounds is a special place to us. The fairgrounds here in Osage County, the Ben Johnson Arena, because that's where we met. And now we have the Ben Johnson Museum. So it's just full circle. Well, yeah, it is. That's, that's amazing. I'm watching Cody's eyes, too, as he talks about his wife. And they tell the story. <laughs> I mean, it's like a softer side of Cody. It's precious. Well, her dad, her dad, he's a... He's been the arena director for the world's largest amateur rodeo for, this is going to be his 25th year for being the arena director for the Cavalcade. So anything that goes in, on in the arena of Cavalcade, you know, her dad, her dad takes care of. So we had a real common interest in uh, the way rodeos work and things like that because we, we were stock contractors. Not only was my dad a nine-time national finalist, we had a family business we supplied the rope and steers everywhere everywhere in the united states from cheyenne wyoming the cheyenne frontier days to the national finals rodeo in las vegas they were using our steers almost exclusively in the prca for a number of years oh wow so Those are good roots. yeah so i would throw about 100 head of horses 100 head of steers on the trailer and my horse on the back and <laughs> go in to the rodeo. cattle trailer yeah yeah this national final horse, yeah. So we threw we threw all that together, and I just loaded Lauren right up there. And then I jumped in, and a couple of years later, we had Daisy along, our little, our first daughter, and hit the road rodeoing for a few years before we settled down. So oh my goodness! That was that was fun. That was a great time. <laughs> and you know, one thing Lauren was telling me before we started this podcast is that she and Cody love doing business together, working together, and spending time together, and I just think that's unique and good, especially since you're doing a <laughs> yeah, lot of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, so that's why all of this started, to be honest. Um, I was a teacher and a coach. Like I said, my whole world revolved around sports, and so I was coaching and teaching, and Cody was working, trading, you know, how cowboys are, just day work and trading. Yeah. Decided he wanted to open a pawn shop. So that was kind of our start. Um, we just decided hey we're better together we get along better when we're together so let's find something we can do together so all of these business we have businesses we have created honestly all stemmed from Cody's desire for us to work together every day oh that's 
amazing. I know. I almost get emotional, and I'm not even an emotional person. You're a lucky guy. He, he came home guy. one day and said, I'm going to find a way for us to be together every day. And oh I'll be darned. Gosh. I know, right? Okay. Stop so with the emotions. If y'all can see my face, Kelly's jaw is dropping because <laughs> Cody Garnett is um, a figure in town, and he's a passionate person. He's very passionate. He's very, very passionate. And for him to have such a passion for his wife that mm-hmm. he'd go after these businesses where y'all could do that, that's admirable, man. That's yeah. amazing. So everything he's got a soft just. heart in there. Oh, he's oh, got sure. the biggest heart. The biggest. I so. love that. Everything we do is because of that. So it all just snowballed. We started with the pawn shop, and then we've worked our way from there. Wow. Okay, so when you come to Pahuska, you're going to recognize the presence of the Garnets. Their business on Main, it's called the Buckin' Flamingo. And there might be this little yellow, what is the name of that rig? Is it a? The flamingo rig. The flamingo, but what's it? What's the brand? It's like it? a Suzuki. Suzuki steering wheels on the other side. Got a little bit Japanese pickup with a covered wagon on the back. Yeah, and the, a flamingo mm-hmm, with a mm-hmm. saddle on the back of it, and, and Cody might be making the rounds <laughs> through town, blowing his horn and whooping it up, and inviting people to come down there. But also, the window down there will catch your eye. There's like the Blues Brothers mm-hmm. and Elvis. So. Tell me about the creativity that goes behind the Buck and Flamingo and, and tell everybody a little bit about the Buck and Flamingo. Well, we got the chance a few years ago to move over to Main Street. Um, so now we're on Main Street. So when you drive through Pahuska, make sure you look up and you look for the eight foot tall flamingo on the side of the building. You'll know you're at the Buck and Flamingo. There's also a, how long's the dinosaur? <laughs> 12 foot, 14 so foot dinosaur, a, I believe. Yeah, He's a 14 footer. 14 foot dinosaur out front. Of course, Kelly said we've got the Elvis and the Blues Brothers. We've got some real fun stools oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. that the, people the, like to sit in, stools. the fanny stools that people <laughs> sit in and take pictures of. So really, your eyes would have to be closed or looking for the Merc, which is understandable, to miss the Buck and Flamingo. Um, so on Main Street, yeah, it's pretty. It actually started off right here in the museum because this mm-hmm. used to be the pawn shop. Mm-hmm. And it was just a, a corner that we were adding on a couple of years before the Pioneer Woman opened for us to get on board with you know her t- target demographic folks that were going to be coming in to see the, the Pioneer Woman. So we were just trying to get something going to... And we have all kinds of cool stuff. To complement that, for sure. Yeah, and we so specialize in cool stuff. Now it's evolved into, we've got yard, metal art, some of the... You know, five-foot chickens, if you need one of those in your life. I think we've got a pig on a unicycle. So there's just some really fun things. But then we've also expanded to be one of the biggest turquoise jewelry, uh, Native American-made turquoise jewelry sellers, you know, probably in this area. Yeah, and you're online on Facebook. I am, yeah. We've got a great Sunday night live turquoise sale Sunday nights at 7 o'clock Central Time Mm -hmm. um, on our Facebook page, which is just we're the only Buckin' Flamingo on Facebook, fairly certain in the world. Um, so make sure you check that out if you're into turquoise jewelry. For sure. It's the largest weekly turquoise sale in the nation if you want authentic Native American turquoise jewelry. And we love meeting folks. So if you guys do get a chance to come in and see us, anyone that's out there listening, make sure you tell us because we, we're just old-fashioned. It's just a family business. My mom, my aunt, my cousin, they all work in the store with us. Um, so we're just like family. We feel like we know you when you come in, so we're going to treat you like we know you probably. So 
hopefully everyone's good with that. But make sure you, you know, you say, hey, we heard John Kelly's, or Osage in it podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, or saw you on the Sunday Night Lab. Or the Sunday, yeah, yeah. So. Well, and so, um, you've also got the Flamingos next. It's a beautiful, mm-hmm. large home. I've, I've been in it. Uh, lots of bedrooms, big front mm-hmm. porch, nice back area where you come in. Tell them a little bit about that. So speaking of family business, that was actually my uncle's house. Um, he was downsizing, and Cody, you know, I'm I'm a little bit of more. I'm a safer person. I'm a little, you know, I'm cautious. I'm a saver. Cody is the complete opposite of that, which is a great thing because I've learned a lot from him. Um, so he said, you know, I think Ree's going to be bringing all these people to town to see the mercantile. I think they're going to need somewhere to stay. I want to buy this house and, and rent it out by the night. Well, I didn't even know what Airbnb was at the time. We had never done that. We were the first registered Airbnb yeah, in Alaska. Yeah, other than the bed and breakfasts. But Cody, Cody, I'm telling you, I'm just the muscles behind the brains. He's the brains, you know. He's uh, got all these. He's a promoter. You know how he told you about putting on the rodeos and anything. You give him anything and he can promote it to its fullest. So we bought the, the house. We turned it into an Airbnb. There's... Oh, it sleeps up to 15 people. It's huge. Pool table, foosball table, hot tub. So if you come to Pahuska to visit the Ben Johnson Museum and the Flamingos, uh, the Buck and Flamingo, you can find the Flamingo's Nest on Airbnb. Book it right on there. It's a beautiful house. Oh, yeah, it's great. Oh, and the chandelier in there is from one of the old Drummond homes. So there's a lot of old history in the house as well. So... It's a cool place to stay. Yeah, it, it looks neat. It's like a, a nice, large family gathering. It'd be a great place mm-hmm. to spend Christmas and holidays. Yeah, actually, yeah. People rent it out for their family when they come to town for Thanksgiving or um, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Have a, baby showers. People have rented it out for baby showers. So. Hunters rent it out. Oh, yeah. I've got hunters hunting. in there right now. They're hunting for the week, and they go there so they can play pool. And yeah. so we'll it's rent great. it out by the, by the night, by the week, by the month. <laughs> By the year or by the hour. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. By the day. Day's the minimum. <laughs> okay, so before we move to the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum, okay, we've got Flamingo's Nest. The Bucking Flamingo. What's mm-hmm. the deal with flamingos? You know, I, I wish I had some really crazy story for you, but we've always loved to travel. That's one thing Cody has introduced me to. I never, I didn't grow up traveling. Um, I didn't know how much I was missing out there. And so, for some reason, flamingos remind us of traveling. I don't know. We've always seen flamingos when we've traveled, whether it be real ones or, you know. And yeah. so, I don't know. Flamingos. And, and, and then I also thought, something a little odd for Osage County. Like, what sticks out that's going to make people think? We what wanted to have that? a western flair to our store. A, yeah. flaming, a, a store with the flamingo in the name. So. Yeah, so we just saddled our flamingo and figured if he's going to buck, probably. So we Well, it was. Up. our first. My first thought was flamingo on the prairie, so I went and took a picture of a flamingo out by the buffalo. It just didn't resonate with me. <laughs> but long story short, we love flamingos, and we love bucking horses, and we love the bucking lifestyle. <laughs> so we... We just went with the buck and flamingo, mm-hmm. and we wanted to be totally original, and we feel like And it worked it out, because now when we, folks leave the store, we get to tell them to have a great bucking day. So <laughs> it works out really well. <laughs> Real glad we went with that. Great bucking weekend. <laughs> yeah, and a great bucking weekend. So. A bucking good time. Yes. That's right. Yeah. The only rule we got in, in there is uh, we go by loose rules in the buck and flamingo. So. Yep. We specialize in things you can't find at Walmart in the buck and flamingo. 
hey, you got to have those places. Absolutely. For sure. There you go. All right, so we're sitting here in the Ben Johnson <coughs> Cowboy Museum, and it just keeps getting better and better. It's been open a little bit over a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us the backstory to that. Um, you know, where, and, where, and where you think it's going, because I know y'all dream it up and, and you make it happen. Tell them where it started. Where it started? I don't know. Everybody has to have their passion. I'm, I'm a, like you said, I'm a very passionate person. I grew up. Every side of my family were, were cowboys, successful cowboys. One of my, one of my grandparents, he was the wagon boss for a division of the Matador ranches, the the real famous Matador ranches. And he kept the wagon, and they they took him all over the country, actually cooking on this wagon. He he lived at the Marriott ranches for the Marriott Hotel Corporation back in Virginia, cooked for them back there, and and you know, so I've always had a very very deep appreciation for the cowboy history. It's just something you know. My dad was a rodeo guy, so we'd be at Cheyenne Frontier Days, and I didn't have any money. But if you were a contestant or family member of a contestant they let you go in in the museum for free so i'd spend all day in the cheyenne frontier days museum or the pendleton roundup museum up in oregon you know or the cowboy hall of fame in in oklahoma city or or the 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 pro rodeo hall of fame in, in colorado springs so i've always had a very deep appreciation for for just the cowboy way of life and this started out it was going to be the steer rope in hall of fame because we're steer ropers and I know every steer roper and this is the steer roping capital of the world but the more I got to putting that together and thinking about that in my mind we uh, we we noticed that there was a very very high concentration of the greatest cowboys to ever live and some of the most iconic Western events to ever take place in history we're right here in Osage County. We're right here in Osage County. And yet all these folks come to Osage County every year and no one knows. No we don't have remembers. a sign up for, for any of them, you know, yeah. coming into any of the towns that they're from in the area. So that struck us very, very hard. And so we decided right then and there. We just thought, what a shame to have all these tourists now coming to our wonderful town that has so much to offer. And leaving without knowing what great things these people have done. I mean, this is what built our county. This is what built our cowboy history. And, you know, we have the most, some of the most iconic ranches mm-hmm. right here in Osage County. Ever. So we just felt like, you know, because the cowboy, the Western way of life is how we live. We noticed that as the world evolves and, and we're getting into these uncertain times, that there's a lot of folks that are sure drawn to the simple way of living. I'm with you on that. You know, just working hard every day. Mm-hmm. You know, just cutting out all the, the rat race. And so we thought, well, if they're coming here craving that, let's show them where we came from. Let's show them where Osage County came from. Let's show them who built it. And so Cody <laughs> has just ran with it. He has just ran with it. Yeah, we once people came in here and saw what we were doing, it you know we had we had very very great support and um why not why not name it after the the world's greatest cowboy absolutely absolutely because you know we all love john wayne now let's let's just put that out there i love the duke i grew up on duke movies i mean i know all the ones he died in i know you know i'm i'm a 
John Wayne girl, but John Wayne was an actor who played a cowboy and played it well. You know, we feel like Ben Johnson's the greatest cowboy ever because he's a world champion and an Academy Award winner. They just don't get better, so why not name the museum for the greatest cowboy there is? And, and his right dad. In Born County. and raised and buried right here in Osage County. And his dad, you know, Ben Johnson we'll Sr. Tell him about that, so yeah. He's 19, 22, world champion. You know, he was a world champion before mm-hmm. Ben Johnson was even born. So, 1922, world champion. Yeah. So, you know, he always, that's just such such a great, great thing. He was the, the foreman of the great Chapman Barnard Ranch, which is now the Tallgrass Prairie Reserve and Bass Brother Ranch up there. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Well, and even all the folks that come, you know, every Father's Day, we have a great tradition that's still going on. What Do you know the number of the Ben Johnson roping? I believe it's 56 years. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, anytime you can get something going for 56 years, I don't think even Pahuskins know that it's on Father's Day because, you know, Ben Jr., Ben's son, and his dad, Ben Sr., we're both world champions, and so that's why they have it on Father's Day. Is because you have Ben's son honoring his father. You know where where the roping is named for Ben Johnson Senior. That most people don't know that they assume it's Junior that the roping's named for, but Junior actually helped start it for Senior, and and so you know, again, Western way of life passed from generation to generation, and and we just wanted to show that to everyone that maybe doesn't know that that's how we live here in Osage County. You know, we got another event, and they had it this year. I got to really give the the cavalcade a lot of respect this year for having their event when almost every event in the country didn't have theirs. They stepped up. They stepped up and had it, and just because of that, next year is going to be their 75th uninterrupted year Mm -hmm. in a row Mm -hmm. to have the world's largest amateur rodeo and that's 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 a real accomplishment, mm-hmm. and uh, we're real proud of of that of that particular rodeo yeah. too. Yeah. And while we're on that subject, right before we started this podcast, Cody, you were telling me that the the Ben Johnson is going to be enhanced a little bit this next year in with the Cattlemen's. Uh, tell us a little bit about what that's going to look like in June of 2021. Well, fingers crossed. We us the Ben Johnson Museum and a, a group of local Osage County citizens have gotten together to put together Ben Johnson Days, which is going to take the place of Cattlemen's Week. So we're also going to have the same Cattlemen's events and, you know, all the other events go on that week, but we're going to name it in honor of the of Ben Johnson. So both Ben Johnsons, and, and it'll be capped off on Sunday by the great Ben Johnson Memorial Steer Roping, but on Friday and Saturday leading into it, we're hoping to get a WRCA Ranch Rodeo sanctioned here, which is the Professional Ranch Rodeo Association. You know, which the premier. we have world champion teams yes. from right here in Osage yeah. County. So going back to more of our world champs. Yes, we we got a high concentration of world champion ranch rodeos, even a two husband wife ranch rodeos. So two separate sets of husbands and wives. Chris and Amy Potter. So Chris has won multiple Ranch Rodeo World Championships. Come to find out, Amy, she's won a Women's Ranch Rodeo World Championship. Also, we have the Steerwalt family, mm-hmm. Shane and Jenna Steerwalt. Both are Ranch Rodeo yep. World Champions. One Jenna time for four, Shane. Jenna four time. 
Jenna's four-time so, world champion. You know, we're really. Where else can you go and find two sets of married world champions in, well, in the ranch and, rodeo and we world? We just had the women's ranch rodeo. We did. World finals we did. Right here. Sponsored awesome. by the Ben Johnson Cowboy yeah. Museum. We did. I just got confirmation the 15th and 16th of October of next year they're coming back. Hundred percent. The the board of directors done voted on it. The women's ranch rodeo world championship is coming back to Pahuska, and <clears throat> anybody listening out there, if you want to be a great sponsor of it, get a hold of those people at the women's ranch rodeo association because it's going to be a great event, and it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger every year right here in Pahuska. And, you know, when I started this off talking about going iconic personalities, I hope our listeners out there can get the feel of what I'm talking about because talk about leaving your thumbprint, leaving an impression on the place that you're from, uh, the vision behind doing this, the appreciation for the history. It's all expressed in how you live your lives and what you're doing with your businesses here. And in my opinion, it's making Osage County and Bahuska better. Well, thank you. I just want to thank y'all for what what you do here. Um, well, we wouldn't do it if it what is it's just our passion, you yeah. know. It's what it we love. It's your heart. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a thought, Cody, when you were talking about the Ben Johnson Museum here. Your knowledge of history is so far surpassing of just kind of the average person because it's it's something you you know mm-hmm. spend a lot of time in. When people come to visit the museum here, is it something that you would consider, or is it something maybe you're already doing and I don't realize it, but can they maybe get a personal tour with you or you give them the history as they go through the museum? Is that a possibility or is that happening? When I'm here, we do it anyway. You know, we... Uh, Absolutely, I'm, though. All you got to do is call him. For sure. Yeah. Just give us a call. We and got you know, Anna here, but she gives personal tours to it. She's mm-hmm. very knowledgeable. And Anna has a lot of great stories of her connections to a lot of the folks here in the museum, and so she's a great asset to the museum as well. So if anyone does come visit the museum, Anna will sure take care of you. Um, but yeah, you know, eventually, so right now this is still just a privately owned museum. You know, we're working on becoming a nonprofit where we can run off of donations, but that's scary in itself sometimes when you're in a small little town. So ideally, my hope is someday we can have, you know, some great technology that we can incorporate and, and even add to the museum. So we're always trying to get better. We're always trying to improve. But for now, you know, anytime someone wants a personal little tour, Cody or I can. Oh, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. We got so much coming we down love the it. We here. love to talk to people. We just Actually, added Buffalo. So one little story I wanted to, you know, we talked about Cody's grandpa being a chuck wagon cook mm-hmm. for the Marriott ranches. So I'm not going to get too emotional and, and all out there. But you know how... I feel like when you're doing what you're supposed to do, like, you know, there's signs. There's signs that say, hey, keep going. Keep going. You're doing what you're supposed to do. Well, we, with our auction company a few years ago, go sold Jim Hamilton. He's actually featured in the museum. He's a world-renowned bronze artist. Um, he did a sculpture of Ben Johnson, and he's from, they're both from here. So we actually were hired to sell a lot of his old bronzes by his daughter. So we had an art auction and we sold all these bronzes. We sold probably how many? 500 bronzes? Quite a few bronzes. I say that because Cody set one in at a bid and no one bought it. So he was stuck with it. So he bought it. One out of all those bronzes, okay? One bronze. Well, we brought it over to the museum and set it on a shelf and forgot about it. 
Cody was just really dying to have a chuck wagon display in the museum because chuck wagon cooks are so you know special to him with his grandpa being mm -hmm. one of the you know a really well-known chuck wagon cook um, wanted to have a chuck wagon display in the museum couldn't quite because everything in the museum in case we haven't made that clear everything in the Ben Johnson Museum is from Osage County everyone everything there are ties to this county not just anyone can be in the museum but we couldn't quite figure out how to tie a chuck wagon cook you know to Osage County specifically and he was losing sleep over it losing sleep over it well I'll be darned we come in one day and we just happened to look at that bronze that we had bought on accident and it was a chuck wagon cook well so we get to reading on it and it's got his little name and it etched in there cl bromley little google search quickly reveals that he was a chuck wagon cook who retired in pahuska and became famous for making model chuck wagons oh my goodness and so it was just like well what is the odds that that's the bronze we ended up getting stuck with not even intentionally buying right and it so so John Free, who we have his father, John John Senior, um, two-time national Western Artist Art Award of the year. Yeah, um, winner. We have a lot of his bronzes and paintings featured. Well, it's actually the only place you can go and see a collection of John D. Free artwork. Well, John Junior said, "Oh yeah, I have an article on C. L. Bromley." What? you have an art you remember he went home and got it and all so we so it's just that's just one example of how as we were putting the museum together i felt like we just kept getting these signs like this is what you're supposed to do you know because you sink a lot of money a lot of time a lot of effort into it and then you think what if people don't like it oh my gosh you know and so those signs were just kind of tell them about those spurs real quick oh my gosh <laughs> When you said that the... Here's another one. Putting your heart in your afraid people won't like it. It made me think of the story that of, of Ree, the night before the Merck opened, that she was afraid, what if no one comes? Oh my gosh. I had, yeah. yeah. I had, yep. Same feeling. Yeah. I um, knew people were coming to see her. <laughs> <laughs> I had no oh, wow. Yeah, we knew, we knew people yeah. were coming to see Ree for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So, another story. Um, we, after doing a lot of research, Cody came across some information that... We confirmed that, um, I'm drawing a blank, Crockett. Crockett, Oscar Crockett, mm -hmm. started his silver spur-making career in Pahuska, Oklahoma. So if you know anything about bits and spurs, you've heard the name Crockett. Yeah. Crockett bits and spurs. Everyone's heard the name Crockett bits and spurs. For sure. So Cody comes across this. We confirm it. Um, I'll be darned, it's a block from where the museum is, where his original shop was. Really? So what, in 1918, Oscar Crockett moved to Pahuska and opened up a, spur, uh, a shop. 1916. 16. And Thank then he you. moved out in 18. Well, so in 1918, he moved to Washington State to help, um, since he was a metal worker, he mm -hmm. went to help with World War I efforts and he became a shipbuilder. And then when that, when the war was over, he never came back to Oklahoma. Um, but no one knew about this first part. So we thought, well, how cool someday to, f if, if we would ever be fortunate enough to come across a pair of spurs that he made in Pahuska, right? How cool to have somewhere like this. 
and it was just a pipe dream. So Cody knows a Crockett Benton Spur expert out of Colorado. Call him. He tells us exactly how they're stamped and where on the band when he made them in Pahuska. We're like, okay, well, at least now we know what to look for. So, you know, pipe dream, we're thinking in 15 years, someday maybe we'll come across a pair. I'll be darned if my aunt doesn't say, I think your uncle has a pair of those. Oh my God. And bless her heart, my aunt doesn't know anything about bits and spurs. So I thought, I thought, I thought now, just because it's a pair of spurs doesn't mean it's a pair of crockets made in Pahuska, right? <laughs> Guess what? My great grandpa, Bus Labity, bought those spurs from Oscar Crockett himself. And they've been in my family ever since. I almost get emotional about that. Oh, her. my gosh. Well, you know, because I came up from Texas, and, you know, I was yeah. once upon a time as a cowboy, so I heard Crockett Spurs. And of course. When I saw that here, I was floored. I thought, but then this my second thought, besides the shock of I can't believe that's from, you know, I know. Husky, was it fits. Right. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, I know. And so when we had those spurs in my family originally bought from him, I just thought, you know, that's another and then I've got a, a cousin on the other side who has a pair of C.P. C. Shipley spurs that were made um, in Pahuska as well. And so the spur expert flew in from Colorado, identified both pair, and said it's two of the earliest Oscar Crockett spurs he's ever seen. Right here in Pahuska, we've got them on display. <laughs> oh, wow. Isn't that a story? I, mean, I know. What a find. And, and just how, how everything lines up and how that worked out just made me think like, well, it's supposed to be, yeah. surely, well, I, surely. Looking around, I would definitely say it's supposed to be. We're going to be building on real soon. Oh, real yeah. soon. We're going to be building on. Cody's never satisfied. <laughs> well, okay, so you've got a, a horse that you can rope a steer off in here. And then we you, do. you said something about a buffalo a minute ago. Oh, yeah, we got free buffalo rides in the lobby. Free buffalo rides. You've got can a real try gentle buffalo. At, <laughs> roping off of a horse. We've got that. You've even, we've even got stock racks in here to show the transportation of horses, how that's evolved. You know, a lot of folks don't think that cowboys didn't always have yeah. horse trailers. Yeah. So we've if got a lot uh, of really neat exhibits. If you're a fan of the Killers of the Flower Moon saga, we got the original territory prison doors here that William Hale stood behind. You can take your picture behind them here, wow. too. Actually, Henry Grammer was also mentioned in that book, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Wasn't necessarily one of the greater characters, kind of a shady character, but he's actually a world champion. 1916 mm-hmm. steer open world champion from we right here. We have a here. pair of his shaps on display. They're over 100 years old. And he wants, so the story that we have for you to read in his display, just think it's so neat. Um, he was a great livestock judge. He judged a lot of livestock events, Henry Grammer. Well, they needed him to judge the Fort Worth Fort stock Worth. show and rodeo. Found out he had killed a guy and was in prison in Montana. Or No. Wyoming. He had served time in prison in Montana for killing a guy. Yeah. And got out and resettled over here in Osage County by Caw City. Oh, well, sorry. anyway, for tax evasion, oh, he there was we go. serving time in, in the Oklahoma state oh, pen. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's in the Oklahoma state pen for tax evasion. Oh, yeah. So so then the uh, Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo Committee writes a letter to the governor of Oklahoma requesting his presence as a judge, and they let him out of prison <laughs> to go judge the rodeo, and then he goes back and finishes his time. On his own recognizance. On his own recognizance. Just let him out and said, okay, come back when you're done. 
Um, and so, you know, those that's just one little example of one story you'll find at the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum. I mean, oh, one little story. Uh, we had a shotgun that Will Rogers presented to him after they crowned him world champion. You know, after he done served time in prison for murder, but they didn't consider a shotgun a, a lethal weapon. <laughs> yeah, back they gave in a convicted murderer a shotgun so. for his price. So anyway, lots of really really fun little tidbits of history that most people don't know. We have his Hamley made chaps. Yeah, that he wore in the 101 Wild West show. He was also a performer in it. They're on display for everybody to get a real good close look at. Mm-hmm. He was a real character, that guy. I'm I'm excited to see who's going to play him in the movie mm-hmm. when it comes out. Oh, yeah. Henry Grammer. Yeah, that's starting to be all the buzz again. Uh, that's oh, what I hear. I saw him walking around town just the other day measuring stuff. So yeah, we'll so see. Well, we're definitely known for our history, and you guys are definitely mm-hmm. known for showcasing it and bringing the personality and the passion as well as maybe the right perspective as well to our community, keeping things Western. Absolutely. Bringing out the history, mm-hmm. keeping it good. Staying uh, with our roots is what we're doing. And one other thing I just wanted to throw out there, because it, I'm sure proud of it. Um, you know, I've always thought Osage County was special because where else can you find such a melting pot of oil history, cowboy history, and Indian history? Mm-hmm. Well. In the museum, what I think is so neat is at least four of our world champion cowboys and cowgirls are also enrolled members in the Osage tribe. So they're world champion. You know, Lynn Starr, she's featured in here. She is still to this day the only woman to ever make it to the Indian National Finals in team roping. Still to this day. And she Only had, woman to have ever done that. She won the barrel racing world championship in the Indian Rodeo Association. The breakaway twice. Yep. She and was the princess. She was the queen. The queen. The queen of it. We and have her. So, so me, you know, me being Osage, she, Lynn, when she won Indian Pro Rodeo Queen, she had a special sash and pants made with ribbon work on them and they were made by and if you're from osage county and you're listening you'll know made by Madi cheshawala who made some of the most beautiful ribbon work ever before she passed away too soon um, and so we have that on display and i think there's nothing cooler than a you know indian cowgirl qu- queen mm-hmm. with ribbon work down her pants and on her se- it's just the it, to me it's the perfect showcase of how here in Osage County, you know, we've got it all. We got a picture got of her even riding a bull. We just started the process of trying to get her in the Cowgirl Hall of Fame down in mm-hmm. down in Fort Worth, Texas because because she's actually a pioneer in the the breakaway roping mm-hmm. events and one of the best women ropers ever. And she's also still to this day the undisputed women's steer roping champion. So we feature all kinds of, you know, people that almost were forgotten, I feel like. And, and we can't forget our world champions. We can't forget what they've done. And, and, you know, when you're the best in the world at something, everyone needs to know, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, you know. Every single facet of equine and, sports, we have one. Absolutely. You know? We've got Tommy Marvin, one of the all-time high-money earning winners in the AQHA yeah, the, the National Cutting Horse, Cutting Association. Horse Association. He's a world champion. He, he won the Open for Charity down in Fort Worth a few years ago. We have racehorse 
jockey world champions, 10-time world champion, never to be repeated, G.R. Carter, quarter horse jockey. Well, we're the home of black gold. Absolutely. Home of black and that's gold. that's a cool story. He won the 50th We've got running. A display in there to black gold because of the he's Kentucky a Derby. Kentucky Derby champion from Osage County. You know, G.R. also holds the record in five other breeds, the world record for the number of world records in five other they breeds. They say G.R. Carter will never be caught in world titles in the horse racing industry and you know he's from right here in in osage county he's his a uncle? state champion pasca husky wrestler he got famous for doing backflips off of his horses whenever he would win a race his and uncle so, barton was the 1926 world champion steer roper also keeping born and raised family, right here who was best osage friends county. with will rogers was his best friend and, and he sold him his favorite mm-hmm. roping horse soap mm-hmm. suds so gr carter's uncle sold will rogers his favorite horse ever soap suds and we've all got we've got all that and his grandpa sold him his other favorite roping horse yep. bootlegger all that information is right here in the ben johnson cowboy museum mm-hmm. you know we've got so much to show everyone well, and it's no wonder in that, uh, that song, In Those Oklahoma Hills, mm-hmm. right? it says, In the Land of the Great Osage. Osage, that's right. Yeah. Well, I think it was written about this area. Time. It was written, I think, right here, yeah. in my opinion. Well, as we sign off, why don't y'all give everybody an invite to come see you and throw out your contact information that you'd like to have out there for them, and then I'll sign us off. Well... We'll start with the Buck and Flamingo. So don't forget about our Facebook Live Jewelry Sales. Just check us out, Buck and Flamingo. Every Sunday night at 7 p.m. On Facebook. Um, Watch us on there. Come to visit us on Main Street if you come to town. For sure. We've got the Flamingo's Nest. The best time you can have with your clothes on in Pahuska. (laughs) (laughs) We've got the Flamingo's Nest. Place to stay. It sleeps up to 15. It's available on Airbnb.com. So make sure you book your stay at the Flamingo's Nest and the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum. Right now we're open six days a week through the winter, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. till 6, but we won't close you out. We won't lock you out if you want to stay a little bit longer if you get here right before closing time. <laughs> and they can call the museum if they'd like to set up a personal tour. Absolutely. For sure. If you got yeah. a tour bus, call us. If you just want a personal tour, call us. If and you want to know things yeah. about the area, call us. We'll <laughs> Anything. We love to talk. To you, you want to take them out to dinner, call us. Absolutely. We prefer the Merc, but we'll go anywhere. Check out our other Facebook, the Great Osage Auction and Trading Company. Plan your trip around an auction because they're really a great time. You'll meet all the locals around, plus people from everywhere. We got a huge following at our auctions, and it's always a, a great, it's always a great family-friendly time at one of our auctions. And there's a great concession stand. You can guarantee it every one of them too. I did want to remind them though that the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum is on Facebook as well, just Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum, and online at www.benjohnsoncowboymuseum.com. There you go. So. Give us a call. All right, Cody and Lauren, I have enjoyed this. Y'all have made me smile. I've learned a lot. Thank you so much for joining me on the stage today. Oh, thanks for having us. This was our first podcast. So thank you, Kelly. <laughs> well, this is Kelly Glenn signing off for Osage. Now y'all come see us in Osage County. When you do, be sure you put the husk on your list and stop by the Buck and Flamingo. Spend the night at the Flamingo's Nest, and don't you dare miss the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum. We'll catch you when you're here. Check us out online at visittheosage.com. That's Osage County, Oklahoma, where the smiles are always free. All right. Hopefully we did good. We did good.